Hello, everyone, and thank you all for tuning in to the Daughters of Zion podcast ministry, where you can come and feel empowered by a king through the word that King Jesus sends through this podcast ministry. My name is Whitney Smith Johnson, the host and the creator of this podcast, and I pray that you all lead this podcast feeling empowered. Today, God sent me a word that he wants me to share with you all. I've been studying this word the past couple of days, and today it really began to resonate into my spirit. It has a special place in my spirit, and I'm gonna ahead and gonna go ahead and share with you what God placed into my spirit. God asked this simple question: Does it yield purpose for your life? Does it add purpose? Does it add value? Does it add purpose to your life can you see the benefit of this in your life and I know you're probably wondering what is the it the it is what you're doing that's what the it is and if you know me if you've been following me on Instagram probably following me on Facebook you know that I wrote a book called there's power in the process the journey to your purpose So I'm really big about purpose. I'm really big about trying to help people find their purpose. I utilize that in my life coaching. So when God placed this into my spirit, I said, "Mm, God, that is good. I said, okay, God, give 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 me more. And so I want to ask you this question. Does it yield purpose for your life? Does it give you fruit? Do you feel like it is helping you to get to your destiny? Does it yield purpose for your life? Listen, I want to give you all the definition of purpose. And I'm so big on purpose. I'm so big on destiny because I know that God placed us here on earth for a purpose. He just didn't place us here just to be here. He placed us here for a a purpose. He gave us a destiny that he wants us to fulfill. Purpose is defined as as a noun, the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something exists. The verb of purpose is have as one's intentions or objectives. Listen at this. The purpose of our life is the noun why God created us. This is why he created us. What what did he create us to do? He created us for the purpose of one, we do know to praise him. And then he created us for whatever purpose that whatever other purposes that you may find in your life. The verb of it is his intention. He intentioned for us to be purposed here for a reason. And I know it's kind of overlapping, but the verb of it with purpose is this one simple thing. God's intention or his objective. God's intention or his objective. That is his plan. That is his plan for us. That is his plan. But his motive is for us to remember, for us to praise him. 
but the verb of it is what you do. So now it's time for us to follow our purpose in what we do. It's make, we need to make sure that what we do, what we are doing, is our purpose. Is that is what we are doing is yielding purpose in our life. See, God has already done the noun. He's already done that. Now it's up to us to make sure that we're doing the verb of purpose, making sure that we are actually doing and living out our actual purpose. So when God gave me that, it really resonated in my spirit, like I said, and I was like, God, I can take this so many different places. And I hope I didn't confuse you all with that. But God has already placed us here with a purpose. We've already had purpose placed upon our life. God said, okay, boom. I'm placing them here for this reason. I want them to do X, Y, and Z. That's your purpose. The purpose is already on your life when you were created, when you were born in your your mother's womb, when you were formed in her womb. Your purpose was already there. Now that you're here, you're a living being, you're a moving being, are you living out your purpose? And that is what God was placing in my spirit. Does it yield purpose for your life? And what God was saying, are those things that you are doing, the things you're participating in, the activities that you're doing, are they yielding purpose in your life? Are you able to say these things that I'm doing gives feeds the purpose that's in my life? It helps me get to that place of purpose. It helps to make sure that I'm fulfilling my life by the things that I'm doing. And that is very, very good for us to turn around and look at our lives and say, you know what? Is this that I'm doing right now? Is it adding purpose to my life? It's a good question and it would help you to understand what you should engage in and what you shouldn't engage in. Because let me tell you one thing, if it doesn't add purpose, if it does not give you fruit in your life, you're just being a dead horse. So God gave me this word to give to you all to help you to understand that. But God gave me a scripture to go along with it so that you all can better understand it. He gave me the scripture starting from Matthews 25, starting at verse 14, and I'm going to read it again. It will be like a man going on a journey who called his servant and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold to another two bags and to another one bag, according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also, the one with two bags, two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Verse 19, after a long time, the master of the servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I gained five more. 
verse 21. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put in you, I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Verse 22. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold? See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Verse 24. Then the man who received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seeds. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest what I have not sown and gather, gather where I have not scattered seeds. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I return, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold, so he so take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For who ha, for whoever has will, look, I'm sorry you all, for whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them and throw the worthless servant outside into the darkness where there would be weeping and gnawing of teeth. Okay, that was a very long passage for me to read to you all and I hope you all didn't get twisted or, you know, drift off in la-la land and miss this. If you did, I want you to go back on your private time and go back and read Matthew 25, verses 14 through verses 20 through verses 30 that's the verse that I um passage I want you all to go back and read if you can God gave me this passage to give to you all about this word because this is what God wants you to understand is what you are doing get adding purpose to your life or is what you were doing taking away purpose see let's go back to the parable we had the man that came and he gave his servant their portion of the money, the portion of his money. Some, one buried it, one took it and brought made double, the other one took it and made five times more. But guess what? They did it that would add purpose. That's what they were doing. They were doing what would add purpose. When we look at the third servant, the third servant buried what the master had. We're not even going to look at the reason and da-da-da-da-da. I want you to just look at the action of what he did. He buried it. Was that adding purpose to his life? Was that taking him anywhere? Was that yielding fruit in his life? See, when you do something that gives your life purpose, that adds purpose to your life, 
let me tell you what it does it gives your life fruit when you are doing things that yield purpose for your life you will produce fruit the reason why the journey the man was so happy with the other two men because guess what they did they produced fruit from the seed that he gave them god has given you a seed and that seed is purpose what you do with that seed is up to you will you bury your purpose or will you feed your purpose will you do things that will give life to your purpose will you do things that will make your purpose come to fruition into this lifetime will you do what will show there is destiny ahead of me is that what you will do or will you bury your purpose by the things that you're doing see will you take that purpose that God gave you and will you dig a hole and will you bury it and cover it up and go on about your day see because let me tell you why he called the third servant lazy he called the third servant lazy because guess what he did he took that seed and he buried it and guess what he did he went on about his life he went on and enjoyed his life he did whatever he wanted to do he did what did not add purpose and let me tell you one thing if you're not doing what add what brings purpose to your life you're just spinning your wheels and you're not doing anything let me tell you about i want to say about two years ago there was this pastor and i'm gonna give reverence to his name his name was mr hall reverend hall and he had preached a sermon and pulled me aside. I think about two years ago, he pulled me aside and he said, you're just doing so much. And God says, you're doing nothing. And I was, I was doing so much. Let me tell you, I was a supervisor. I was out here getting it. I'm gonna tell you, I was making, y'all was making moves, but I was rushing everywhere. I was never on time. I just felt like I was running around with a chicken with my, with a chicken with my head cut off. And when he sat me down and he said this, this man had never spoke to me a day in his life. He didn't know me, but he knew the word that God placed in him to give to me. And when God gave him that word, I realized I'm not living in my purpose. Fast forward about, a, I want to say a year, about a year, maybe a year and a half later, something like that, I want to say, I quit my job and I started to pursue my purpose. And that's when... I was beginning to yield the fruit of my labor. Mm, mm, mm. So when you look at the other two servants, the other two servants, they not only took what the master gave them, they took what he gave them and they went and made more of it. They went to work. They said, mm, you gave me this. I'm going to give this purpose. I'm going to give this seed that you gave me life. I'm gonna put purpose on it. I'm gonna make it yield fruit. I'm gonna make it produce something. It's gonna produce purpose. It's gonna produce something. In order for something to produce, it must have purpose. You can't produce without purpose. So if you are able to produce, understand you have purpose. But let me tell you this one thing. You have to be very mindful of the things you are doing and make sure the things that you are doing are bringing purpose to your life if you're out here gossiping about people you out here talking about people you out here picking on people you're out here trying to bring people down you're out here trying to destroy people let me tell you that brings no purpose to your life what purpose does it add to your life to tear down your brother 
to tear down your sister? What purpose does it add to your life? What, it makes you a bully? It makes you feel like you're somebody? It gives you a false sense of esteem? See, that's how the enemy works. The enemy gives you a false sense of reality. He places a facade before you and he makes you chase it. And then once you chase it, you realize you were chasing a lie the whole time and it's nothing. And what have you produced? Nothing. What have you been able to obtain? Nothing. Because by the time you got so far out chasing the facade, chasing the mirage that he showed you, you have obtained nothing. All that you thought you were doing and producing and carrying out, by the time you get so far out, you will realize you have nothing. But let me tell you, once you understand the purpose upon your life, you will understand to do things that give your life purpose, that make your life yield fruit. Because you can't yield fruit displaying or spewing negativity. Spewing negativity out will not produce fruit. It will kill the fruit that you could possibly have. What you are really doing is burying. You're burying the seed of purpose that's upon your life and you're covering it up and you're going on just like the third servant and living your life. But you're not living your purpose. You're not bringing life to your purpose. In my book, I talked, I spoke about, you know, how there's power in the process and the process is what gets you to your purpose. The other two servants were able to get to their purpose because they went through the process. They understood there has to be a process for me to double or magnify or multiply this what I have been given. They understood that principle, that there is a process. That's why the master called the third servant lazy because guess what he was trying to avoid? He was trying to avoid the process. He didn't want to go through the process to get to his purpose. So I come to you all today and I speak this. Is it yielding fruit in your life? Look at the things around you that you are doing. Does it give you fruit? Does it make you feel like you're adding to your purpose? Remember, out here gossiping, out here downing people, out here doing things that are negative. It does not bring fruit to your life. God did not purpose you to be here to do negative things. That's what he has the devil for. What does, why does God need you here to do it when he has the devil here to do it? That's just point blank. So once again, what are you doing that's bringing purpose to your life? That's allowing that purpose that God has already said on your life to come to pass. What are you doing? Look at the actions that you're doing around you. Look at the words that you speak. Are the words that you're speaking out of your mouth saying that I'm bringing life. I'm speaking life. I'm bringing alive the purpose that's upon my life that's already been spoken. Are the things that you're speaking, are they bringing the purpose that's upon your life alive? Does it give it life? Does it breathe 
in a place that it can grow. See, as long as you be, you remain stagnant and you were you remain, um, I will say, comfortable. I never let myself get comfortable because as soon as I get comfortable, I don't want to move. See, the Bible says, in whatever condition, you know, whatever state I'm in, you know I'm okay. You know I'm okay with that. You want to be able to understand you don't want to be speaking and doing things that keep you stuck somewhere that God has not called for you. always tell people if you get comfortable how can you ever grow how can you ever grow if you're comfortable because if you're comfortable where you're at how you are and what you're doing you're not going to see the need to push beyond where you're at to push beyond the barriers to push beyond those trials and tribulations you're not going to see it See, I tell people I would rather I'm content, but I'm not comfortable. Because see, I'm in, I'm content in all things. Whatever happens, I'm content, but I'm not comfortable. Because baby, I'm not gonna stay here. So you may see me here now, but understand this: God is moving me somewhere else for later. So I'm not doing this for my now. I'm doing this for my ladder. Because I know my ladder is gonna be greater than my former. So I know I have to do things that will produce fruit in my life I know I have to do things that bring my purpose alive in my life see my purpose is living I have to live out my purpose don't bury your purpose and try to kill it because you don't want to go through the process and I can only imagine how the first service turned that gold into five times more it I know it took work and it guess what else it also took time because remember what the scripture said it says after a long time not after a short time after a long time so you mean to tell me that after this long time this man has worked so hard that he was able to get that multiplied almost five times greater than where it was but then here you are you had the same opportunity. So what did you do for this long time? You didn't do anything that yielded purpose and brought fruit into your life. So all this long time, you mean to tell me you just were going on about your life with doing nothing that brought purpose? Let me tell you this. We are in times where you need to be doing things that bring purpose to your life. I don't care if all you're doing, if you see somebody in McDonald's and you getting a coffee and you say, you know what? I hope you have a blessed day. Look, I'm going to pay for your coffee today. You know, say that. I'm gonna, I got this for you today. I don't care if you see someone crying and you give them a shoulder to lean on. Are the things that you're doing bringing purpose? Are the things that you're saying bringing purpose? Are the things that you're listening to, you bringing purpose into your mind? So you got to be careful what you listen and what you watch. Because you got to make sure what you're listening to and what you watch bring purpose into your mind. Yield fruit into your mind. Because let me tell you, 
The reason why you can live out your purpose is because you can see it in your mind. I tell people this here. Your mind can be your greatest asset, but can but it can also be your worst enemy. It's all in what you feed it. Feed your mind to be your greatest asset. Because what you get into your mind and what you begin to believe, you're going to start to achieve it. You know why? Because you're going to start going after it. And you're going after it in faith. And God is a God who shall not lie. The son of man where he shall not and cannot repent. He is going to do that which he said he's going to do. And he honors a man of faith. My favorite verse is Luke 145. And I'm going to tell you what Luke 145 says. It says because she believed, she's blessed because she believed that God would do what he said he would do. And let me tell you, that's why I'm blessed. Because I believe that God would do what he said he would do. You don't know how many times I have stepped out on faith and believed God for what he said he would do. And it happened. Let me tell you this one thing here. I'm going to tell this testimony. I, it's in my book if you read it. But um, if you haven't gotten my book, you can go to www.yourbizccc.com slash bookstore. Get your book today. This book is called There's Power in the Process, The Journey to Your Purpose. And in this book, I spoke about a great testimony that I love. I was on a three-day fast, no food for three days, only water. It won't know, it won't know half fast. This was a whole 72-hour fast, no food. And I was leaving school. And I was driving y'all a 2002 Hyundai Accent. That car was, it was, it was ragged, but it was getting me to and fro. Let me tell you that. It was smoking, but it was getting me to and fro, Elizabeth City State. And I was commuting. And I left school just finishing up my final exam. And God told me to go to the Nissan dealership in Elizabeth City. And I said, God, I I, I can't do that, Lord. I said, uh-uh, I can't, I can't do that, God. I said, I ain't got but $15 to my name. Let me tell y'all, this was back in 2011. And I still to this day remember it. No, 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. 2013. And I still to this day remember it. The car was a 2011. But anyhow, so God told me to go to the dealership. And I said, Lord, I don't have $15 to my name. And I have to use that $15 to put into my gas tank. So let me tell y'all, fast forward to make a long story story short. I did, I obeyed God and I went. And when I left that dealership, y'all listening to me, I left that dealership with a 2011 Malibu. And let me tell you, I had my baby with me. That $15 that I was worried about in gas, the car left the dealership with a full tank of gas. That was the first car I ever bought off of, that was the first car I left off a lot with. I didn't have no down payment and I didn't have no payments until three months later. I bought that car in May. I didn't have a payment until August or September. And let me tell you all this. Not only did I just leave, not only did I leave that lot with a 2011 Malibu, I also left that lot with my 2002 Honda. Didn't have to trade it, kept it. And I ended up sewing that car into a lady a couple years later. Let me tell y'all this. One thing about God, God is faithful to his word. You have to do what brings fruit into your life. I told you all that testimony 
because God placed it in my spirit to understand this. There is a process. You just can't sit there and bury what God has given you. God gave me a word that day and I could have buried it and said, no, I'm not going to follow it. I'm not going to do it. And I could have moved on and lost out on what God had for me. But because I did not bury what God put in me and I said, you know what? I'm going to make this thing that God put in me produce fruit. Guess what God did? He was faithful to his word and he made sure that me going out following the process made sure that the word that he gave me yielded fruit because I stepped out on faith. See, let me tell you one thing about those other two servants. They stepped out on faith. It Remember, it says the master took a long time to come back. So after this long time, they worked hard. They believed in faith that they could make more of what was given to them. And let me tell you, while you are on this earth, while you are walking this earth, do things that are going to yield fruit in your life that's going to give you purpose because if you follow that I promise you God is going to be faithful and he's going to add to you it says it's I don't know the exact scripture but the bible says this it says that if you pursue the things of God put first the kingdom of God and all things will be added unto you you don't have to go seeking things because guess what if you follow your purpose, which is kingdom mindedness, you're going to get all of those things added to you. You don't have to seek out things. You don't have to be vindictive. You don't have to be evil and mean and nasty. You don't have to be like that to get what God has called for you to go. All you have to do is do things that's going to bring purpose to your life. You devalue yourself by not following your purpose. Because if you're not following your purpose, what are you doing? You're doing just like the third servant. You're being lazy. You're not doing anything. You're spinning wheels. You're not getting anywhere. If you want to get somewhere, be like the first and second servant and say, you know what? What God has given me, I'm going to make greater. So if God has given you, make you greater. Do things that will make you greater. Listen to it. Say affirmations every day that will make you think greater. Go listen to podcasts. Go listen to ministries that are encouraging, that are uplifting, that are helping you to see and make yourself a better person every day that you are walking this earth. Do things that will yield fruit and purpose upon your life. Because let me tell you this. What you do for God will last. What you do for man will be forgot about. Let me prime example and this was a this was so deep when the incident with Kurt Franklin occurred his wife made a statement and she it was so deep and she said this she said you know it's news for you all today but when it's no longer news for you all it's gonna still be our reality the story with Kurt Franklin it ain't news to nobody no more we gossiped about it we talked about it and now it's not news anymore and so guess what? It's still their reality. So while you're out doing things that will not yield fruit, remember this one thing. It ain't going to last. People forget about stuff like that all the time. And it dies down. But let me tell you one thing people don't forget about. They don't forget about the goodness of the Lord. 
They don't forget about what God has done for them. They don't forget about seeing miracles done in other people's lives. Because let me tell you this, the reason why a lot of people were aware of what I went through back in the day when I went through my story with my daughter is because they were there with me and they saw the miracles of God in my life. They saw God move. They saw what God was doing. That's why I wrote my book, because I want other people to see if God did it for me, he can do it for you. You just have to say, I'm going to do what's going to yield purpose for my life. Not saying you're going to be perfect, not saying you're going to be, you know, high and almighty, not saying that. But when you say, when you purpose in your mind, because this is good. What you purpose in your heart comes out in what you do. When you purpose that you're going to do something mean and nasty, guess what happens? You're going to reap that mean and nasty. Point blank, period. When you purpose it and you go out and you do what you purpose it in your heart, you're going to reap that. The Bible, you know, does not, the Bible does not lie. God does not lie. What That which a man sowed, he also is going to reap. It's time to reap good seeds. It's time to reap the purpose. It's time to sow and do things that are going to bring purpose to your life. You already have purpose upon your life. Now it's time to make that purpose a reality. You can't make that purpose a reality if you are not doing things that yield purpose. If you're not doing things that give fruit. If you are not doing things that make you more valuable, that make you better, that makes your life better. Understand this. When you do what you know you are doing to bring purpose, to have peace in your life, understand this one thing. You're going to reap the fruition of your purpose in this today. You're going to reap that. You're going to see the purpose of God upon your life come to pass you're going to see it live you're going to see it living you're going to see it breathing because you've decided I'm going to follow peace and I'm going to do the things that bring purpose to my life it brings no purpose to my life arguing with you and that took me time even as a therapist and trying to grow and trying to mature in things in life. I had to understand, you know, arguing arguing with people, it doesn't bring purpose to my life. I have a point to make, but I can make that point in a very peaceful manner as well. I can make that same exact point. And sometimes I can make that point by not saying anything at all. And sometimes I can make that point by simply setting boundaries. And you see better, look, as the saying says, I can show you better than I can tell you. That is what I had to grow up to understand. I had to understand that, man, I can't just sit here and, you know, argue with someone and try to prove my point and try to make them understand where I'm coming from. No, I can just, you know what, it, does this bring purpose? Because if they're still not understanding, I'm just spinning my wheels, disturbing my own peace. I'm not going to do it. It's not even it's not even worth it. As many times as I wanted to sit there and say, I'm going to get this person back and I wanted to seek revenge what purpose would that have been adding to my life? What per- what how would I be able to move forward in my life 
and to do what I need to do in my life if I'm have hell bent on being vengeful if I'm hell bent on making someone else's life hell or hell bent on saying I'm gonna get this person back what how is that producing fruit in my life let me tell you taking away fruit from somebody else trying to take away fruit from somebody else is not gonna add fruit to you it's just not and that's what I realized and I said you know what I'm not gonna be out here trying to be vengeful I'm not going to be out here trying to play tit for tat. I'm not going to be out here trying to argue with someone to make them understand my point of view. I'm going to say what I say, mean what I say, and move in a way that brings fruit to my life. So if I know you're not going to understand what I'm saying, if I know you're, you, you know, you're just going to want to argue, I'm going to just stop talking to you. And I'm going to move on and I'm going to protect my peace. And that's point blank, period. So that's why I speak this and I say this. Do things that bring fruit to your life because this is all about purpose. Everything that you do is going to either make your purpose come more alive or it's going to kill your purpose. It's going to do just like that third servant and bury your purpose. Stop digging holes for your purpose by doing things that do not yield fruit, that do not give your purpose life, that does not say Hey, my purpose can live and not die. Ooh, it, you know, it said, you know, you shall live and not die. You need to be telling your purpose that you shall live and not die. You shall live it because every time you do something against your purpose, you're telling your purpose that you should die and not live. But every time you do something that gives your purpose life, you're telling your purpose, you shall live and not die. And that is what I understood. I said, I can't stay here in situations that are not conducive to me for me to grow. I can't keep holding on to things that are not going to help me to get to what I need to get to. And I know you all are getting on me and like, oh, Sam, I thought you were coming to speak about a word about healing. Baby, God sent me a, let me tell you, God gives me words and then it comes to that day and God gave me a whole totally different word. I was studying one thing prepared for another thing and God said this is what you're going to do and so I know you're kind of confused but listen this word right here is for the person who needs to live a life of purpose and you live a life of purpose by doing things that give your life purpose you live a life of purpose by doing things that give your life purpose that gives your life value, that adds to you positivity, that adds to you strength, that adds to you peace and blessing. You know, spewing out negativity does not bring you peace. I'm gonna tell you that now. You can try to disturb someone else's peace by spewing negativity, but you really ultimately only disturbing your own because let me tell you the Bible says you cannot curse with somebody what God has already blessed so if God has already blessed them and you're trying to curse them guess what happens when you try to curse that person by spewing negativity and, and hatred out to them guess what happens that curse got a boomerang to come back that is the principle of God the principle is you cannot curse what God is blessed so when you spew out negativity when you try to do those things and you try to curse a person understand this it's got to come back to you stop doing things that are not yielding purpose for your life that's only telling your purpose that you shall die and not live 
It's time to stand up and it's time to do better. You do better, you will get better. I hope you all feel empowered. I hope you all feel encouraged. It's time for you to go out and it's time for you to live out in your purpose. Go out and empower someone else today. And I hope to I hope you all listen in again. And I hope you all listen into our podcast on this Saturday. This Saturday, I'm gonna talk about more about the healing piece. It's time to heal. When I have my guest speaker coming on, Miss Kiara Booker, she's gonna be talking about my new book, I Am His Image, which all ties are in about letting it go. It's time to heal. So I hope you all are blessed and remember be empowered by a king.